Hey friend, are you ready to celebrate with me? Because today is the 100th episode here on the Habits and Home Show. As a way to celebrate, I'm doing a fan favorite episode of a client check-in. I am checking in with one of my clients where I helped her declutter and organize her entire home. I can't wait for you to hear her transformational story and her experience through the entire process. Now, this is a little bit of a longer episode, so if you're going on a walk, washing the dishes, or folding clothes, pop in your earbuds and hang out with us. Now, before we jump into our conversation, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in each week as we declutter, organize, and systemize our homes together. And as a way of saying thank you, I want to give you a free gift. I am giving you access to five lessons from my Simplify Your Kitchen course. This is a great way to preview the course before you buy to see if it's a good fit for you to help you declutter and organize your kitchen. If you would like to get access to those five lessons, go to habitsandhome.com slash celebrate 100, all in one word, that is celebrate 100. You can check out my show notes below if you want the link as well. Again, go to habitsandhome.com slash celebrate 100 to get those five lessons. Also, I have a special offer for you for the next week. I am offering you $50 off my 12-week coaching package where I help you declutter, organize, systemize and simplify your home one-on-one through my weekly Zoom calls where we go over whatever it is you want to declutter and organize that week. Then after each coaching session, you will receive a short list of action steps from me and the accountability for one week for you to follow through. If you're ready to make some real changes in your home and get results a lot faster than doing it on your own, I want you to email me, lisa at habitsandhome.com to grab a free 15-minute consultation to get started. Don't wait because this offer is only good until March 15th. Email me lisa at habitsandhome.com to grab your free consultation call and your $50 discount on my 12-week coaching package. All right, let's get started with today's show. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hi, Samantha, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm so glad to have you on today to tell about your experience 
decluttering your house, decluttering together and doing the entire house. We, it took us about a month to do it. So I'm excited for you to come on, tell our listeners about your experience, how it has changed your life, how you feel since doing that and all the things, all the juicy details. (laughs) So I just want to say welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. So first of all, Um, It's been about, let's see, about three weeks since we finished up with the last room in your house. So I want to do a check-in and ask you, how are things going since we finished up decluttering your entire house? Very well, very well. It's not hard to keep up with. I know where things go. Um, When new things come in, I'm more aware to put them somewhere that makes sense and not just shove them somewhere. Yeah. Um, Also the kids and, and even my husband have been very helpful. Um, I think now that there's a system to follow, it's become almost habit and everyone is helping, which makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Well, that's the key. That's the, the, the main gist of this whole show is habits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you talked about when things come in, and you know where to put them, you know that they have a place. So what is the the thought process? Because I, I remember one, and this was so funny. I showed up to your house and you're like, Lisa, I'm getting, a, and I told you the spot that we're working on for that day. And you said, Lisa, I'm getting a little nervous because you're taking away all of my hidden places where I like to hide things. Yes. And stuff things. So now that we've pretty much taken away all of those hidden places where things can be stuffed, what is your process like when something comes in and you're having to think through where it needs to go, where it needs, where it's home, or it's, I I like to reference where it's like bed is. (laughs) Like I use this with kids. I was like, okay, where does this item need to go to sleep? We need to go put it to sleep. So where do you, what is your thought process when things come in of knowing where to put those items? So I think probably the biggest change is that there's not as much coming in. That's Mm -hmm. number one, because now when, before I go grocery shopping, I quickly clean out my refrigerator, organize it, I know what's missing. I know what, oh, I already have three of those. I don't need to buy another one. Um, Cause I was really, everything was so disorganized. It was so easy to just, I don't even want to look in the pantry because it's, it's overwhelmingly messy. Hush, Ella. So instead I'm just going to go buy what I need for this recipe. And I'm not going to bother to see if I already have quinoa or if I already have chicken broth. I'm just going to buy what I need for the recipe. So now that the pantries weren't organized and things are with like things, when I go to the grocery store, I know what I'm missing. I know what needs to come in. Uh, Something simple like the other day, um, I was at the grocery store and I couldn't remember if I had hand soap. So I bought two of them and I brought them home and I didn't need them. I already had some. And the spot where they should go was like, there already was it was already full. And honestly, I just wanted to throw them away because I didn't want them to be like where they didn't belong. I love that so much. And you're right. Once you declutter and you can see everything clearly, you can see what you actually have. And you're like, oh, I don't need that. And we get into this habit of 
you know, we're so overwhelmed. We're not even going to go into that room and look because it's just messy. It's not clear. It's going to take an extra, it's going to take extra effort. It's going to make us feel bad about ourselves because it's disorganized. So we're not even going to look at it. I love that so much that you said there are less things coming in. Very, mm-hmm. very good. I'm I had much a- more picky. Yes. Yes. I actually had a client that I'm working with her online, decluttering online and decluttering. We've actually went through her whole house as well. And just yesterday, uh, my clients that work with me like you and, you know, that work with me over an extended period of time, they get a little bit more access to me afterwards, after we're finished with some accountability. And so she texted me and sent me a receipt from Hobby Lobby that was only like less than $2. And she sent me the receipt. She's like, Lisa, this is a big deal because I have never left Hobby Lobby without spending like 20 to $50. Mm-hmm. And I was so proud of her because yeah, once you go through this experience of decluttering and especially decluttering your whole house, you get so over the stuff. The way I think of it is that I'm very protective of my clean spaces. I worked hard. We worked hard to get this like this. And I don't want to go back. You just don't realize how much holding on to too many things. And I wouldn't have called myself like overly sentimental, but as we went through, I realized like, okay, I'm attaching way too much emotion to these things. So, I mean, you still have your special things, but what I realized when we opened boxes that had been in my possession since I left home at 18 and they were from my childhood. And when I would call myself cleaning the closet or organizing, I never opened them. I just moved them somewhere else where it looked neater. So actually opening them, it was kind of a shock to realize, like, I don't even know what this is. I don't know why I have this. (laughs) I have no memory of this. So there were many things that I was able to eliminate just that way. And it's a weight off for sure. Oh, yes. Yes. I always hear that over and over that I, I, I come back or I check in with a client after we've done it, um, decluttered and organized their space. I, they said, I asked them, I say, how do you feel? And they're like, I just feel lighter. I mm-hmm. feel like a weight ha- has been lifted off and it's, it's really the best feeling in the world. So you mentioned that you were, you know, it was, you were a little bit sentimental. So what were some of the fears that you had going into decluttering? Because you had probably tried, you know, decluttering before, or maybe not. And it was just kind of daunting. So what were some of the fears that, and maybe negative mindsets that you had before we ever got started with the process? Um, I think really for me, the, the way that things got so just overwhelming is because I put off decision-making on things. So if I had something in my hand and I don't know what to do with it exactly, whether it be like a sculpture that my son made or just something that had come home from the store and now I don't know where to put it there became rooms and cabinets and drawers that were just where I put things that I didn't know what to do with. So it 
just was really a lot of delayed decision-making and it led to things being overwhelming to the point where I didn't know where to start. When I looked around, I want this fixed, but I don't know where to start with it. So I knew that for me, and I, this references what you said about me saying, you're taking away all my hiding spots, is that each room that we did, like in the beginning, there would be things that I'd think, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. And she's going to make me decide. And I would just put it in a room we haven't done yet. <laughs> and so as we moved on and we're doing every room and every cabinet, I didn't want to mess up the things we had already done. So I had to keep finding like, and there wasn't a lot of stuff like that. It was just some things. And in my mind, it was a that was something I had to overcome was thinking of like, where can I shove this? Now it's more like, where does this belong? Or, you know, it, it's just a different, but it did each, each place that we hit, it was like, oh crap. Now, now we're coming to the last place. And this is where all my things that I was having the hardest time making a decision about are. <laughs> so then each room got a little bit more challenging kind of leveled up because there's other things that were there that were hard for me to decide about. Yes. So good. <laughs> so good. So some of those rooms, you are right. We started in like a more neutral zone, a family, a family room, game room. Then we went to the kitchen and there were a lot of de delayed decisions that you were making. And that collection room was actually your bedroom. And you were you were afraid you were, I don't know if, it, the, if afraid is the correct term, but you had some hesitation. You had a lot of hesitation and you're like, I don't want you to come into that bedroom. I do not want you to come into that room. So was it, once we got into your bedroom, was it as bad as you like working with me through that? Was it as bad as you had, you know, thought? No, not, at all. not at all, because I never felt any judgment from you. You're very matter of fact, when we come into the rooms, um, okay, this is what we're going to do first. And this is what we're going to do next, which is exactly what I couldn't do for myself, which is why I reached out to you. Right. Um, and then just working through the process and it made a big difference for you to hold things up. And all I had to say was yes or no. And then I might work through a stack of stuff and you're already in the closet, making it look so much better, <laughs> doing, putting things in place in a way that I didn't see in my head, but made so much sense. So once we started doing it, it really was just like, I, I think you just treated it very matter of factly. You weren't like, why do you have a big giant pile of dirty clothes over here? Why have you not dusted this for three years? Yeah. <laughs> so because you came in just with your, just being matter of fact, it yeah. just made things. I felt the same way. Like it is what it is, but we're fixing it. So no, big, right. you know, it's not such a big deal because we're doing something about it. Right. Right. For, for people that ha have, you know, the homeowners, we have a lot of emotional attachment, a lot of, um, we feel maybe feel judged. That's why we might not have people over our house for dinners and because mm -hmm. we feel a lot of judgment, but for someone like me, or even a guest, I mean, they, they don't see our space the way that we do. They're like, Oh, you know, this, this is home. This is where she's hosting us. It's no big deal. But because we feel we have in our mind, what our home should look like, we are, we are putting that judgment 
on ourselves. Of oh, I definitely, yes. yes. I definitely judged myself yes. very harshly for the state that my house had gotten to be in. And, you know, a, a lot of factors led to it and it's not, I don't mean to make it sound like we were living in like filth. It, it's no. just, but all the clutter and all the things, and it was just getting to the point where I, something has to change. And it's amazing how clearing the spaces clears your mind. And that sounds, <laughs> that sounds kind of, you know, but it, it's true when, when the more spaces got cleared, just you feel lighter. And, and like I said, it, it helps everyone to know, like, we no longer leave dishes in the sink because I get up in the morning and I unload the dishwasher and I expect any dirty dishes to be rinsed and put into it. Everybody Nobody gave me any trouble with that. Everybody's been very helpful, um, especially Kaylin. She's she's on it too, like I am. Um, <laughs> but it's it's been it's been really good, and I think it helps. Actually, Bryson and Kaylin even asked for um, chores to have chores that they needed to complete daily, and if not daily, then by the end of the week um, for an allowance, <laughs> which yeah. sounds you know like. I already handed them money all the time, <laughs> but they both enjoyed, um, the feeling of earning it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kaylin expressed it's no big deal to come down here and do these floors for you because there's not stuff everywhere. The bedroom door stays open all the time. And it never was before. Like literally my daughter-in-law came in and she's like, in all the years I've never seen in this bedroom, <laughs> because <laughs> that's where I threw things that I didn't know what to do with. Oh, somebody's coming over, throw everything in the bedroom and shut the door, you know? Yeah. Um, and now that doesn't have to happen. It's fine. There might be a couple things here and there where we live here, you know, but yeah. I am not, anybody can come over whenever I'm, it's not a big deal. I have several people that, um, you know, message me sometimes and they're like, I want, I want to get to the place where I I'm, I, where people can come over and we're not spending an hour or two hours, you know, getting ready for them to come over or I'm not embarrassed and I'm shoving it into a, a, a bedroom or something. So I remember, I think it was shortly after we did, I'm not sure if we did your bedroom yet, but I know we had decluttered your kitchen and the game room mm-hmm. and you hosted, I think it was a birthday party, your yes. son's 21st birthday party. Yes. And I came back and, and what would, what were some of the things that you said about that? You're like, you're how your family members reacted. It was, it was kind of last minute. We had taken him out to dinner and that on his birthday. And then I said, you know, we never had everybody over. Let's see if like, you know, these few people can come over and we'll do steak. And so everybody was able to come. And my daughter said, man, we don't have to run around and try to clean all day. Cause she was the one who helped me out with that the most. And she's like, everything's already ready. We don't have to, we don't have to panic clean. <laughs> and it was really nice. And it, honestly, I probably would not have done it if, um, if the house hadn't already been clean and it made it, it's made it to where I'm much more open. So when it's already done and you don't feel that panic about it, it really opens your life up a lot. I mean, it it lets more people in. (laughs) Tell about what your daughter's friend said when she brought (laughs) 
<laughs> them, them over one day. Don't you just love teenagers and children and how, how blunt they are? Like, what did she say that day that she came <laughs> she over? She came in and she had gotten herself a snack out of the pantry as she normally does. She's standing there eating it. And all of a sudden she's like, Hey, there's nothing on this whole counter. <laughs> and she was just like surprised, you know, but it was funny because it, it reaffirmed what you said about people don't judge your house the way you do, because it's not like she walked in and was like, oh, wow, it took her a second. But then she was like, Hey, there's nothing here. Like, this is all <laughs> clean surface. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, um, way back when my kids were little and I had a friend in the mops group, mothers of preschoolers, and mm-hmm. she had her like fifth child. They lived in this, I don't know if it was a three bedroom, single wide mobile home. I don't know if it was three bedroom or two bedroom, but it was very tiny. And she just had to be, be really creative. She also homeschooled. She had to be really creative about how she stored items in her home Mm -hmm. because it was so small, but there were, there was stuff everywhere. And I remember walking in there and not judging her, but thinking, wow, she manages five children in this small space. And, you know, she has everything, you know, everywhere, but they're happy. And it was more of an observance rather than a judgment. It wasn't that I was like, I don't know. I feel like we throw around that, around that word judgment. So loosely you can notice something and say, oh, that's different than the way I live, or that's different Mm -hmm. than what I see in home and garden, home and garden magazine or whatever. You can observe it and notice it and recognize it without casting um, a feeling of like negativity. I think we make judgment with anything that we look at, but it's, it's when the negative thoughts come in and I think negatively towards you and I put myself above you that that's when, you know, judgment becomes a negative thing. Mm -hmm. And I never feel that way towards people. When I walk in their home, I'm always like, oh, this is, this is how they live, or this is how they're living. They don't want to live like this anymore. So I, I, I love that. Um, so what would you say was your, has been your favorite? Well, what, okay. What was the hardest? Let's go with the hardest first. What was the hardest thing for you to declutter? What room or what types of items? What was the hardest? So my bedroom had some hard things, but honestly, the hardest things for me to let go of were mementos from when my children, like from their past, when they were smaller, you, you saw, I have all the drawings. Like, I mean, I, I kept so much those memories are so special to me. And when I look at that and and I can remember it again, it it just makes me happy, but it is, those things were not being enjoyed in any way. They were shoved away, taking up space somewhere, but nobody, you couldn't have walked in that storage room to find them if you wanted to. So by taking, I, I set myself guidelines and I had to, to, to do it in order to get myself to release anything. I had to say, if I don't know which child created this, if it doesn't have a date, then I have to let it go because mm-hmm. it's, it's cute, but it's not 
you know, so I just had to limit myself that way. But now that I have done that and I have gone through things, the kids have gone in and got their memory box and looked at their stuff. And so it just makes a difference. And it's a mind shift to think like this lamp that's from when I was a kid that I loved instead of having it, you know, cord wrapped around it in a box somewhere, place it out so that you can see it and that you can enjoy it. And if you can't do that, why are you keeping it? Like if it's just in a box and it's, I mean, I still have my things in boxes that I couldn't let go of, but greatly reduced because of, because of you helping me think about it in a different way. Right. Like if what, what enjoyment do you get out of this? If it's just packed away and it hasn't been looked at or touched in 20 years, you know, what, what's the point? And so that, and I told you at one point, I wish somebody would just come in and steal everything in this storage room. And I wouldn't even know what was missing, (laughs) but you know, you made me do the work and open the boxes. I, I shouldn't say made. I, that's what I, that's why I called you. I, I, made, I, I, I made you do it. <laughs> I told you, I, I said, somebody I to t- come I, and push me. Yeah. You know? I kept, I kept apologizing. I'm saying, I'm sorry for being bossy, but I have to be. <laughs> no, I listen. I think that's, I was ready for that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where you came in and I was willing to let you. Right. And even at one point, my husband said, I'm, I can't believe that you, you were like fine with her, like talking to you like that. And I'm like, talking to me like what? (laughs) Because it didn't register with me. But I think for him, he knows that I'm normally a very, like, I don't tolerate things like that, (laughs) but it wasn't the same. It, it, he was listening to it without knowing that we had been working for hours and we we were in a rhythm. So you were calling me out on stuff (laughs) that I needed to be called out on. And I knew it, which is why it wasn't, it wasn't triggering me in that way. It was just pushing me like, mm-hmm. you have to make this decision, you know? Yeah. And, and I, that's what I wanted. That's what I needed. I haven't <laughs> been able to do that for myself. So I needed someone to come. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've told people about the experience is because I've been, t- I've told many people <laughs> about having an organizer come, but the biggest thing was, I think you're not just coming in and moving things around you're coming in and it's almost like therapy because we talk the whole time and it's (laughs) also you're setting up like okay now when you wake up this is what if you do this this and it's not in a in a way that's it it fits right in with what we're doing you're helping me create systems so that I can keep this that we worked so hard to get so that was because I'm not, I told you, I I've not ever lived in a like disgusting house, but I have never lived in an organized house. And so you taught me a lot of things that I just, I didn't know. That's not my skill set. was not thinking of things in that way. So it helped me a lot. It's helped me a lot and it's maintainable because I learned a lot from you about creating systems. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like I said, with the kids and everything, them knowing what's expected, it, mm-hmm. it's a big difference. Mm-hmm. It's a load off of them. They know what they're supposed to do next mm-hmm. and they do it. There's no like yelling about it or, or 
it's not even a discussion because they know what's expected. And so that is life-changing. Yeah. It created, you know, some normalcy that you've like, is it, I hate this using this term after, after COVID, but like a new normal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And in each room, what a lot of people don't realize is that when you declutter and you organize everything, you essentially to, to maintain it, you have to create different systems in each room and you have bathroom systems. Now you have, you have a closet system in your closet. Your closet is one of my favorite rooms because (laughs) it's just so like you got a, his side and a, her side when you actually had two different closets that we then joined into your one big closet. And now his extra closet is the hunting closet. There's just so many good things that came out of working together and uh, you have systems for your bedroom and you have systems for the, you know, the dishes and your food and where to store bulk items. And you have a laundry system now, and you have a game room system that, you know, things there's a table where you play the games and then you put up the games in the specific spot. And then just like all the different things. It's just, for me, it's so much fun to create these different systems for people and take you through of like, just asking you, what is your typical day? Like, what do you want your typical day to like, to be like, what do you want to be able to accomplish? What do you want to go to bed and feel like, Oh, I don't have, I don't, I'm leaving that undone. And so really like tailoring your systems and your habits and coaching you through that. I just, I just love it all. So what would you say is your favorite room after we have done your entire house? What is your favorite room? So I think my favorite change is the bedroom. Your bedroom? Yeah. It's so pretty to me in there now. And it really like opening those windows in there and keeping the door to it open lets more light into the house. Um, it just feels, it just feels better. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't have to panic if someone needs to use the restroom. <laughs> yeah. In my bedroom. yeah. That's, that's a big, that's a big deal for me. Um, awesome. so that's probably my, my favorite change. Awesome. Um, but then also, I mean, honestly, all of it, <laughs> all of yeah. it but yeah. the bedroom's probably the biggest yeah. change for me. What would you say this process has impacted your life, your mindset, your home and your family? I know that's a lot to cover, but <laughs> what would you say the biggest impact has been for you and for your family through this process? I I think that the biggest thing is just having a lot more help from everyone again, because they know that this is how we do things. Now we don't leave the dishes after we make dinner at night. Um, It's getting cleaned up and reset for the next day. Mm -hmm. And I have good kids. They just didn't know what, when nothing is expected, mm-hmm. they're not going to just, they're, they're still kids. They're not just going to jump up and be like, let me take charge of this and clean this whole kit. You know? So now that this is the way that we do things, these are the things that have to get done when they see me maybe like, okay, my attention got drawn over here and I'm helping Bryson with something. Kaylin may just, I got this. 
and take over the kitchen. Last night, Jared did. It's just a difference of when you know what you're supposed to do, it's, it's much easier to just be like, oh, well, this has to get done mm-hmm. and do it. Yeah. And it's almost now to where this is normal for us, yeah. this yeah. having our spaces clean and that's normal for us. And then that's something that I struggle with a little bit too. It's to keep my motivation because for me, while we were doing it and everyone's coming in and you're getting all the like, wow, you know, and then now it's normal. I think it's easy to, to just move past how it used to be. And now this is how it is. And then that becomes me having to keep myself motivated to keep it like Mm -hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Because without all the oohs and ahs every day, because right. they're used to it now. It's clear. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so for me, just, I, I have to keep telling myself, like you worked hard for these clean spaces, go ahead and, you know, and the, like the other night while everybody was sitting watching TV, I had my like microfiber cloth and I was going around just dusting the tops of all the door frames and wiping the doors down. And my husband's like, are you still on a cleaning kick? And I said, honestly, I just don't want to get back to everything is too much. So now instead of just sitting, I'm, I might find something, just some small, like that only took a few minutes. It's no big deal but it's done. Now mm-hmm. there's not dust piling up there that I'm going to have to, you know, in a year really work hard to get off because it's maintaining it. So I think awesome. that's a mindset change for me, for sure. You know, that I really struggled with, um, this motivation to get the things done. And I think for me, when it's too much and everywhere you look, there's a job to do. Mm -hmm. I didn't know where to start. Mm -hmm. So that's whenever I finally got over myself because it's embarrassing a little to have Mm -hmm. to call on someone else as an adult, like to have to say, I can't, I'm not, I'm not functioning as I should. This, Mm -hmm. these things are not happening. Mm -hmm. That is a real, um, kind of a leap of faith with someone to say to them, like, I need your help. Yeah. I need you to come and I need you to help me. That's a very vulnerable place to be. And I think you make it, um, you make it easy <laughs> because you come in and you're just matter of fact here, you, you immediately assessed, okay, let's start in this room. Mm-hmm. Let's start here. I start mm-hmm. from left to right. You explain these things to me as we go. And now they are an unconscious thing that I do every day. I need to clean this space. I'm going to start over here. I'm going to work my way around the room because before I would get lost in many projects and you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I need to clean this room and you go in and you're like, okay, well, let me start dusting. And then you're like, oh, this needs to go to the laundry room Mm -hmm. and you go to the laundry room and all those clothes are there. And now maybe I should throw a load in. And before you know it, you've worked all day and accomplished nothing you can see, but you've done stuff all day, but you haven't. So now I, I can, in my head, I just have my little inner Lisa and I say, no, stay right here Mm -hmm. and finish this, like accomplish this space today. I had things that needed to get done upstairs and downstairs. And I said, nope, I'm going to start over here on this side. I'm going to work my way around. And when I'm done with everything down here, then I'm going to go upstairs. And it, it's what I needed. I needed 
to, to retrain myself. And so that's when it is not just you coming in and moving around boxes. And I think if people to get the most from the experience, you have to be ready to open the boxes, go through everything and release things, let things go. You know, we hauled truckloads out of this house, literally. We did. And, and um, it's crazy now. And I don't miss any of it. Mm. No, no, I have not once thought, man, I really wish I hadn't gotten rid of it's gone and I don't care. Now I have my clean spaces and my ability to function as I should. It is so much easier for me to move through my day. I, I expect things from myself now every day. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to maintain these spaces. So in my head, it, it's just amazing how before I couldn't think where to start, what needed to happen next. And now I can think, all right, I saw that the game room, that closet was getting a little messy. I need to address that. I've got this laundry here. I need to address that. This, these sheets need changed. This, it, it's so much easier for me because there's not stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and now I can maintain what I have. There's a mm-hmm. system and it cleared my mind as well to be able to, to just think about things more logically. And like I said, as I was working with you, it's not like you're drilling people, but you're explaining, this is how I think of this. And because you have an organizer's mind, you it's simple. And then it, it let me be able to say, okay, this is how I'm going to accomplish this. And things actually can get done. So it's really invaluable what you do. You know, I've texted you that a lot. (laughs) I Um, I like, I like getting your updates. (laughs) It's, it's really life-changing Lisa. And I think, um, worth every penny because some people, you know, are like, what you, you paid someone to come in and do that. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, because I couldn't do it myself (laughs) Yeah, and I needed help. And so that's where, you know, having someone come in, if, if you don't know where to start, Having someone like you come in and just take charge a little and say, this is where I think we need to start. This is why, because you explained to me, like, even before we did the laundry room, you were like, well, listen, I think we really need to go in your bedroom and we need to get things, your closet organized. So all these clothes hanging in the laundry, you explained things and you had a reason for, for why you were doing things. And it just helped me grow in that area of, of myself to be able to say, this is what I need to do next. Mm -hmm. And just, like I said, just think of things a different way because having a tidy home and having an organized home are really kind of different. You can poke things in all the places. And when you walk in, your house looks tidy. But when you start thinking of placing items, like you coached me to do, um, where does this go and why It, it belongs over here, because this is where we have all your cake decorating things. This belongs, you know, it just, it, it, you taught me how to maintain this as we went, you didn't come in and just say this box would look better over here as we're doing it. You're really coaching to be able to, to maintain what you help people accomplish and achieve. You taught me how to keep it like that. So that's invaluable. Oh, so 
so <laughs> much goodness in all of what you just said. I, three things, three, um, every time that I would come back to your house, there were different like little conversations that would happen while I was gone. And three things that you said to me, and I will name them off. And the last one I want to discuss a little bit further, but the first one, the first comment that you said one day is I felt like getting up today and putting on makeup and getting ready. The second, the second comment you said was after we decluttered your dining room and your kitchen, and you said, we're eating dinner at the table together now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, which impacted me the most, and I'm just going to hang on to it for those, like forever (laughs) is the conversation that you had with your son in the car one day. Mm -hmm. And he said to you, and I'm going to try not to cry. He said to you, mom, I'm so glad to have you back. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to go into discussing that or not, but (laughs) I know how impactful this process can be on our mental health and how a lot of people are ashamed, not necessarily ashamed, but they're, 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 they feel like it's hard to make yourself vulnerable. Exactly. Exactly. And asking for help is saying, this is something that I can't do. You're, you're really, you have to make yourself vulnerable mm-hmm. to, to even take that step of reaching out to someone yeah. for help. Yeah. But I, I really feel like you, you really handle it so well. And oh. it's, you put me at ease right from the start because you are just matter of fact and not in a cold hearted way at all. We had many deep discussions about things and including what Bryson said. And I, I have dealt with some depression and crippling anxiety and these things, um, you know, it's, it's easy to just, it's the whole frog in the boiling water things, things change slowly and you don't realize how bad it's gotten sometimes or how Mm -hmm. it's really not normal to want to just sleep all day and avoid Mm -hmm. everything. Right. And so each space we cleared really literally felt like a weight lifted off. And like I said, now I I don't feel like I have that fog or that, that just, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to shut down and do nothing. Mm -hmm. Now I know, like I said, I, I, it's, it's easy to think like what needs to happen next. And it's led to just a lot of things just being better. And yeah. Bryson is very good at, um, reading people and situations. And he said, you know, cause I teared up when he said, it's so nice to have the old mom back that like you do stuff with me and you're playing this game with me and you're taking me here. And, you know, and I, and I felt immediately like, Whoa, I have really, this is bad, you know, that he's noticed this, but of course he noticed, but you think, that's not where my mind was. I really didn't feel like that I was missed that much, you know, like that, that it was making an impact. And so when he said that, my first feeling was like, Oh, and then he said, mom, you know, we all go through stuff. Sometimes it's okay. I'm not telling you to make you feel bad. I'm telling you, cause I'm happy to see you doing better, you know? So that's, um, very rewarding and a reason to keep, keep mm-hmm. trying to to push through things. And yeah. you, you even helped Bryson organize <laughs> his space and it made such a difference for him. And he was keeping things so perfectly clean. And then we sort of threw him for a loop because we got him a new bed 
oh. loft bed. So he lost the desk and the dresser. And temporarily things have had to be like in totes, but he came downstairs and he said, mom, my chest is just like hurting because my room is a mess and I don't know where things go. And it feels like before. (laughs) So he's definitely learned to cherish the order Mm -hmm. and having things, releasing things and organizing what you do have, you know, talking about the dining room and coming in here to eat now you know, it wasn't really, this was a room that didn't have a lot of mess in it. It had a lot of decorations. And I told you that I had started to feel like very cluttered by them, you know, very like crowded in Mm -hmm. here. And you were like, okay, well, let's fix it. And there was a shelf that I thought couldn't be moved. And you were like, no big deal. And I mean, we were like painting and unscrewing things from the wall and we, you jump right in. And so that's what I couldn't do for myself was Mm -hmm. I could think, I, I wish that shelf wasn't there anymore, but I think it has to stay there. Cause then I'll have to fix the wall. And you were like, so what we can paint the wall. That's what I needed somebody to just be like, okay, let's do it right now. And then to do it. And then with those things gone, this room feels good. Like it feels nice in here. And I think everyone was feeling a little crowded mm-hmm. by all of the, the decor, but it's an unconscious thing. You're not walking in here and thinking, I don't really feel like eating in here because it's all cluttered and feels, but we did clearly because once it was decluttered, more open space, it's less things in here. Now it just feels nice to come in here. It feels calming. Right. Like, like it should in your dining room, you know, where you're going to have your meal. So many changes. I cannot, um, sing your praises enough. Oh, I think everybody should call you. You don't, you don't have to do that, but it's my passion to just bring that lightness to people's lives. No, I, and you, you don't make me feel like I have to, I just want to, I'm so grateful to you for what we accomplished. Yes. And so, no, it's not, I don't feel like I have to, I just, you know, everybody yeah. else is sick of hearing about you. <laughs> Well, I, I, I just want to touch on something before we hop off. Um, I, I want to just say something about, you said earlier that your cluttered space gives you the cluttered mind. Now your clear space gives you the clear mind. And so people that are struggling with mental health and I, I know the impact that a clear space can have on that because now you probably, and we've talked about this just recently. Now you feel like you have the, like the capacity to now address some of the mental health struggles that you're having and without feeling the weight of clutter around you. And now this clear space has encouraged you and it's prompted you. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, now this is, this is done. Now I can address my health. I can address, you know, the way that we're eating that we, we talked about that several Mm -hmm. times throughout the process. Now I can start getting back into the foods that I loved cooking. And so for people that are struggling with mental, mental health, what would you want to say to them as far as like they're struggling with their mental health and how their environment impacts that? So for sure, the, the clear spaces and creating daily routines that allow you to keep it, it takes the having no longer having to figure out what you need to do next 
helps you get through that day to the next day. And it's a weight off um, that allows you to address other things for sure. Um, I even felt like, like if someone wanted me to go somewhere or do something, I even would feel like I shouldn't do that. The house is a mess. I need to stay and I need to clean the house. It didn't get cleaned, but I didn't feel like I could go enjoy doing that thing because I really have to, there's all these chores that need to be done. There's all this, these things that have to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that for me, I couldn't have done this by myself. I did not know where to start completely overwhelmed and depressed. And the, the judgment I laid on myself for how the house had gotten is part of that depression. Mm -hmm. It was it got that way in part because of depression, mm-hmm. but then it kept me depressed that it was that way. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you're just going to go around. So mm-hmm. like I said, that's what prompted me to be like, I, I just need help. Mm-hmm. And I-, I need somebody to come in here and tell me, and I didn't need a housekeeper to come in. Right. I needed someone to come in to help me organize, release things and create new processes. Mm-hmm. and that has impacted the whole family and in ways that I didn't expect, you know, it's not, um, it's not a struggle anymore to, to get up and make the bed real quick. And, you know, there's just so many things that happen now kind of effortlessly. And when that's taken off of your mind, you can start to address other things. And I can enjoy sitting down and and reading this book because everything's done. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a big difference. And I think for people who are struggling, it's okay to not be able to do it by yourself. It's okay to need someone to point you in the right direction. And, you know, I think you have a lot of resources. I was blessed enough to be able to have you come into my home and help me, but I've seen you also diligently helping others through online, through your your things they can watch Mm -hmm. to get tips from how to do things. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's amazing that you do that because Mm -hmm. when, when people are struggling, there's usually a reason when, when things get so bad, there's a reason behind that. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not something that you can tackle by yourself, you know? So maybe it's, it's, it's important to address it, but it's okay to not be able to address it alone. Yeah. Yeah. I think the hardest part for me in this whole job that I do is I get so close to my clients and (laughs) I don't want it to stop, but eventually we end up decluttering their whole house (laughs) or we're done with the job. And I'm like, Oh, can we declutter something else? I really want to come back. (laughs) Knowing that, you know, I think like I said, motivation is, is kind of a struggle for me. And so knowing that you were going to come back like the next week, mm-hmm. it was like, it's not like I'm cleaning for you, but right. it was like, I can't wait for Lisa to see how clean I'm keeping this. Yeah. I love a cheerleader. So yes, and I am a cheerleader and it kind of yes. gets on some people's nerves sometimes. <laughs> no, I think in your, in what you're doing, I think that's invaluable because yeah. the, the positive reinforcement is is really nice, you know? Yeah. So when we were done, it was kind of like, 
Oh, that's sad. (laughs) Well, this has been such a great conversation. One of my favorites, you're definitely one of my favorite clients that I've worked with because there's been such a transformation that is just so I, 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 sometimes I work with, I get started with people and they're really, they're really not ready. They just want a quick fix. And right. your story has, is one of my like favorites because there was such a huge transformation, not just in your house, but in, you know, in your person, in who you are yes. in your mental health and how it impacted your family. And I just believe in I just believe in coming alongside of people like using your gifts. And I know you have gifts as well. I just want to encourage people to whatever like God is like equipped you with use your gifts because there are people out in the world that need you and just be creative in how you use them. And, um, I just love this whole process. So thank you so much for sharing your story, for being, being vulnerable. I know it's going to help so many people and we will stay in touch. Okay, friend. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. If you are ready to experience the same transformations that Samantha has experienced in her life with her family in her home, then it's time for you to get started. It's time for you to take the next step, whether it's with my Simplify Your Kitchen course or one-on-one coaching. Again, you are going to be able to get those free lessons, those five free lessons by going to habitsandhome.com slash celebrate 100. Check out the course, see if it's something that is meant for you that will help you make the changes in your home that you're looking for. And if you want that one-on-one support, you don't want to do it on your own, then get started with my 12-week online coaching package at $50 off until March 15th. To grab that, first email me, lisa at habitsandhome.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. One more thing before I go, would you do me a big favor? If this podcast has helped you in any way, if it means anything to you, will you please do me a favor and leave a review? That is the best way to let me know how this podcast is helping you, as well as help other women find this podcast to help them declutter, organize, and systemize their homes as well. All right, friends, happy 100th episode, and here's to the next 100. I'll see you right here next time on the Habits of Home Show.